Where bullfrogs and lizards come along and see Where bullfrogs and lizards will swim or climb a tree Where bullfrogs and lizards, there's so much to explore Where bullfrogs and lizards, come with us, there's more Mountain Ash Adventure Lucy opened one eye and stretched herself and saw it was morning. Then she opened the other eye and saw she was in a strange room. Then she remembered they were at the city of Mountain Ash and sat up and looked across at the other bed where Betty was beginning to move and was soon wide awake. They knew their parents meant to have a rest and only get up in time for a late breakfast, but the sun was shining and the girls got dressed quickly and taking their boots in their hands, tiptoed quietly out into the passage and made for the stairs. As they passed the boys' room, the door opened just a crack, and then wide, and there were Larry and Bill, dressed and ready and smiling. And the four of them crept down and quietly out through the big front gate into the street, and walked up the opposite way to last night, and soon came to a busy road. There were lots of people already about, and they sat in a row on a bench and watched them coming and going. A cart went by with a man calling, Milko, Milko, and they saw him stop and dip milk out of a can into a billy can that a young girl brought to the gate. Then a young man with an apron, striped blue and white, came along on a funny little cart like a box on wheels. He was sitting on top of the box. A woman called him from her house and he pulled over and stopped. He opened a little door at the back of his box and it fell down like a table. The box was full of meat and the woman picked up the piece she wanted and he chopped it up on his door and shut it up again and drove off. So he's a butcher, said Bill. A small wagonette with Baker written on it came next and a man jumped down with a big basket full of bread and began rushing to the front doors of houses, putting down loaves of bread and running on to the next place while his horse quietly walked along just ahead of him. The children were full of admiration for a horse as clever as that. There was a man with a little pony and a flat sort of cart with rabbits, and he shouted, Rabbit-o! as loud as he could, and people came and bought them. They also bought from a man with a wagon full of long poles, which turned out to be props for clotheslines, as his shout soon told them, Clothesline props! All these things were new and interesting to the children. There was a funny old chap with a dirty little cart and a shaggy sort of horse. When he shouted, Bottle they saw people bring empty bottles, and he gave them money. That impressed Lucy, who would have liked to sell all the old bottles stacked up in the shed at home. By the time the grocer's boy went past, with parcels of groceries and a man selling firewood, they suddenly realised time was getting on, and none of them had watches. So they ran quickly back to tell Mrs Fox, who met them at the front door, about all the interesting things they'd seen. And she smiled and said, Now, isn't that nice? And you'll be ready for your breakfast. It's just ready for you. And what a breakfast it was too, with porridge and toast and eggs and bacon, until even Lucy said she'd had enough. Their mum suggested they should all go into town together, and then once they were there, they could go to the zoo. The zoo? said Betty. What's that? Oh, said Dad. It's kind of a park full of animals. Bill said, we can see animals in the bush. 
But not like the ones at the zoo, said Dad. You come and see. So they went by tram to the city, and then another tram part of the way to the zoo, and finally in a tram pulled by horses, which was a great surprise. They had just paid and got inside and were looking around when a very croaky, creaky kind of voice said, Good morning. Right in Lucy's ear. She jumped with surprise, but couldn't see anybody. Only a large, old cockatoo kind of bird, which seemed a bit short of feathers. It had a notice on its cage saying it was already 70 years old. Who said good morning, she asked. And then to her amazement, the big bird said, Good morning. Again. Hey, hey, she said, come and see this. And they all came, and then the bird said very solemnly, Cocky wants a peanut. Well, that was just the start. They saw all sorts of creatures. There were monkeys of many kinds, and even one rode on a bicycle. Another one put his hand through the bars of his cage and took a half-eaten apple out of Larry's hand and started to eat it himself. But before he got far, another monkey snatched it from him and ran away. They saw more kinds of snakes then than they had ever heard of, and even bears and lions and elephants and a hippopotamus. They had a ride on one elephant, but it was a bit scary, so high off the ground, and not at all like riding a pony. Soon everyone began to feel hungry, and Dad Lizard went off to get, he said, some animal food for them from one of the keepers. He came back with six parcels, all wrapped up in newspaper, saying he couldn't find the animal keeper. He gave them a parcel each, and they felt that they were very warm. What is it? they asked. You'll soon know, said Dad. And they all sat on the grass under a tree and had their first meal of fish and chips and liked it a lot. I could almost eat the paper as well, said Larry. But when the others encouraged him to do it, he didn't seem to be quite that hungry. Towards evening, they went home, all really tired. There was something interesting to do every day. They went to bigger shops than they'd ever seen. And as well as spending their pocket money, they saw a most interesting way of getting your change when you paid for something. In one shop, Dad Lizard had just bought a very nice shirt for 50 cents and gave a dollar note to pay for it. The shop assistant wrapped up the paper, showing what it cost, and the dollar note, and put them inside a half ball and fastened the other half on top. Larry and Lucy were watching what was going to happen next. Would he throw it to someone? But instead, he put it in what seemed to be a kind of catapult, for he gave it a pull and whack! The ball shot up into the air and then ran along inside a kind of string framework to a little office with a big window. And they watched someone there take it all out put the change and the paper in again, and then whack, it came running back. The man smiled at the children and said, wouldn't you like one of these at home to send each other messages? And they thought it was a great idea. One day, they went a short distance in a train to the port and saw a big pier with ships tied up, loading and unloading. It was interesting to see a tugboat pushing a ship into the pier and to see sailors from other nations. They saw men sitting on the pier catching fish, and that reminded the children that it was fish and chips time. In the afternoon, they went to a nearby beach where they all swam and had lots of fun, and late in the afternoon saw a sailing ship with all its sails set 
and it looked lovely. Dead Bullfrog said they were getting very scarce, as nearly all ships were now steamships. Yet another day, they went into the country, where there were quite big mountains. The train took them past nice market gardens and orchards and small farms, and the end of the railway line was amongst the mountains. Then they walked a couple of kilometres by very big trees and lovely little streams of clear water to a small house made of broad strips of bark, like the houses their grandparents had first lived in. A nice old man who the lizard family knew lived there. He showed the children wonderful coloured cockatoos, including huge black ones. Taking them quietly along a little creek, they had a glimpse of a platypus in the water and a lyrebird along the bank. They saw trees so big, it was hard to believe they were real. They were told these were real mountain ash, after which the city was named. They were sorry to leave the nice old man and go back to the city. When the day came to go home, the children were torn between wanting to see more of the city and wanting to tell their friends at school of all the things they had seen. After the long railway trip, it was so nice to get home and run around the farm a bit before it got dark. It had been a lovely adventure. <laughs>